Well, our next guest represents the southern portion of the Beaver State. He's ran for many years and he's had some success. And last year, had some success at Cottage Grove in Las Vegas, Nevada, of all places. He's here to talk about it, along with his plans for 2023. Garen Linder of Central Point, Oregon, is next on Getting Up to Speed. Hello, I'm Ben Dethridge, and I'm the host of Getting Up to Speed. We talk to sprint car drivers from the Pacific Coast, whether they race in Oregon, Washington, California. If they run it, we're going to talk about it. Also branch out a little bit, as well as drivers that perhaps are from here that race elsewhere, or some drivers that come in and try and take some money from the west coast in these episodes we talk about past experience past seasons as well as upcoming races as well as how's the season going we hope you enjoy these episodes be sure to hit the like button and subscribe it really helps us out and stay tuned for more and more content now let's get into the interview well, now joining me on the phone is Garen Linder, driver of the number 22 Sprint Car from Central Point, Oregon. Garen, great to hear from you. Looking forward to this discussion. Hi, Ben. Good to hear from you also. Well, 2022, we'll just get right into it. Last year, you made 17 feature appearances, 10 top 10s, 7 top 5s, 5 podiums, and captured two victories, most of which was spent in 360 action. You got to win a local win at Cottage Grove Speedway and the other one at the dirt track at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, Nevada. Um, you were great in 360 competition, uh, nine top tens and 11 feature appearances. Yeah, the uh, the 360 stuff was really good. The 410 stuff, I got to, I guess, kind of, work on or hone my skills or something um so i'm gonna look to do a little bit more for or mainly 360 racing this year but run a little bit of 410 stuff and try to get going a little better in that also yeah you had six 410 starts last year main event starts one top 10 a 10th place finish at uh the the track closest to you southern oregon speedway last may yeah um and Southern Oregon Speedway has another 410 show this year that we're going to try to run. And then they also have a couple of 360 shows that we plan on running also. So looking forward to racing right up the road from the house. Yeah. It's nice to have a home game every now and then. Yes, definitely. Cottage Grove Speedway last year. We mentioned that you got a win there, but you were pretty solid and pretty consistent. Started five main events at that racetrack, four top tens and two top fives and two podiums you know, pretty consistent and pretty quick at the Grove. Yeah, I love the Grove. It's kind of just, you know, been my home track. So always uh, feel like I should run well every time we go there. Don't always succeed in that, but the plan is too. Yeah, yeah. Well, in 2023, you kind of hit on it a little bit. Going to be doing some 410 stuff, predominantly 360. Anything specific or just going to be kind of hit or miss? Um, well, there's the races at Southern Oregon Speedway. I plan on running those. Um, Cottage Grove has a, a pretty big schedule, so I plan on running those. Um, looking forward to the new dirt track at Roseburg. Um, and then there's a, a really big race over in Billings, Montana, Montana, that I would really hope to get to. Yeah, the, uh, the Harvey Ostermiller at Big Sky Speedway. Yep. That's the one. I'm sure it's probably on a lot of people's radars. Yeah. Yeah. Big payday with the, let's, I think that's ASCS Frontier Region going to be putting on that show. Yep. 
Yep. So, uh, I, it's just hopefully with how work work is and everything that we can break away and make it over there. So yeah. it's not a for sure thing, yet, but hopefully. Awesome. And then any plans entering the Golden State at all at any point of the year? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> or any, I don't any, think or, so. Or any... I, I think our, uh, our Golden State plans are usually, uh, spectating the trophy cup. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say any, <laughs> any trips up North and into Washington at all. Um, yeah, I want to go to Elma. Um, I wouldn't mind going to Skagit, obviously dirt cup. Um, so yeah, the plan is to go up there a few times and, um, it is nice in the state of Oregon. There's actually a fair amount of racing this year, so it'd be nice to go to race close to home. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Like the whole script has kind of changed a little bit. Predominantly, really, the only place you could go to 360 racing was Cottage Grove on a weekly basis. And obviously, you know, the Western Sprint Tour has Speed Week Northwest, and you know, go to Coos Bay, go to Willamette, go to Sunset Speedway Park and Banks. But now with Southern Oregon Speedway offering some some weekend shows and the dirt track at Douglas County Speedway now going to be in operation, it's it's really great time to be a sprint car driver in the state of Oregon. Yeah, actually, it is pretty exciting. And Southern Oregon Speedway, that's, you know, that's a place that you've spent a lot of time over the years, had some success at as well. And, and, you know, your father actually has ran, you know, pretty well there in the late model division. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that I've ever actually missed any sprint car races, what, 360 races, I should say, uh-huh. at Southern Oregon Speedway. Anytime there's a race that close to home, I feel like it definitely needs to be supported. Um, cause I mean, what would be better than being able to race that close to home? Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, it seems like they're, they're giving a lot of good positive energy for the three sixties at Southern Oregon speedway. Not to say that it was, it, it, it didn't exist ever or, or that it, um, they don't care about sprint cars, but it's cool to see that, you know, three sixty racing is on the card. Yeah. I feel like it's been a uh, pretty hit and miss at Southern Oregon speedway with the sprint cars like they try them you know and then just one time it really doesn't go as successful as planned or something and it's kind of given up on so it's good to see they got you know three shows and the 410 show and they're going to try to try to grow local racing yeah at one point in time there was a really good crop of of drivers you know yourself uh todd zeitler Randy Rogers, um, gosh, Chad Nolan, Seth Nunez. There, there was a ton of guys that, that raised Phil DeRosa, um, Billy Nutter. And, you know, and, and now it, it's unfortunately been sort of reduced, but a chance for it to kind of build back up and be sort of a Phoenix rising from the ashes. Um, yeah, actually Southern Oregon was, you know, pretty strong for, for sprint car drivers mm-hmm. and then they kind of all, I guess found other things to do, but actually, uh, I think Billy Nutter is going to do a little bit of racing this year. Nice, so nice. hopefully, hopefully we're bringing back some seven Oregon drivers. Yeah. Well, Billy drove for your, your father-in-law, TJ Winningham at cottage Grove yeah. last year. That was like the first time in about 10 years that he had ran. I think that was the final night of the Marvin Smith Memorial Grove classic. Yeah, it was. And I think, uh, that's kind of the plan this year is, 
to race together some more. Ah, wonderful. Wonderful. And, you know, thinking about it, 360 racing is a regular class. I want to think it's been like the last time there was a champion crowned or, or a lot of 360 sprint car races ran in one year. I think you got to go all the way back to like 2012. Um, cause after that, it sort of became, you know, limited sprints were, and I'm not, this isn't a slam against limited sprints. So don't, you know, nobody take this that way, <laughs> but, um, the, the focus was on that. There, there was a refocus on, on, on a limited sprint, uh, series or, or a division there. Yeah, gosh, I don't even know. It, it does feel like limited sprints have kind of taken over Oregon and 360 shows have just been scattered in where they fit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure what year, you know, you were saying there's actually been like a, you know, a points championship or something to be crowned or a series or anything. I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure. I know it's been too long. Yeah, I know. Um, 2012 interstate sprint car series when it was a 360 series they went there a lot and i that pretty much their whole season was there they went to willamette a couple times they went to banks once and i think they went to cottage grove once but other than that the season was at and they went to wairika once but their whole season was at sos okay i guess i didn't realize it was that much but (laughs) That's good. It all blends together (laughs) at some point in time. Yeah. 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 I mean, it feels like 2006 was, was just the other day. And now, you know, it's, oh my gosh, that was almost, almost 20 years ago. So. Oh my gosh. I know I'm getting old. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, that's really cool uh, of, of your ability that you'll be able to do that much racing in your home state. I know that you've, grown a great uh a great following and you've got a great core of sponsors that are also near and dear to your heart and nearby as well so that's that's great for them to get showcased in front in front of them as well as uh audiences just a little outside the area yeah definitely uh mark hers with her precision parts he's got a business in oregon and he lives in oregon so good to race at home where you know maybe he can make it to some more races and then my father-in-law, TJ Winningham, obviously he's from Oregon and he'll be at a lot of the races. So those, those two have helped me out a lot. And how excited are you for the Douglas County dirt track? I mean, it's like been the talk for people in Oregon or for people that are listening in the Midwest or East coast or maybe California. So Roseburg, Oregon, there's Douglas County speedway. It went to dirt in 1995, just one year. It was kind of a one and done deal. Well, it's since returned to dirt track racing for 2023 and they will have, you know, the NARC 410 sprint series there. I think they've got a WST speed week, the Southern swing, um, race there and 360 shows you Garen Linder, you've got to be pretty pumped up to, to go to that place because you've driven past it so many times. It's right there off of the freeway. You can see it with your own eyeballs. Like if you just jerk your head to the right a little bit going northbound on the five. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. Actually, I just drove by yesterday heading up to Eugene and okay. I uh, took a glance at it and it looked like they were, I think, working on a wall or something. They were doing something, trying to get ready for the season and it looked great. And then a little farther up the road, I also stopped at Cottage Grove, so took a look at that. And, um <laughs> looked like they had put a little new soil on it, and they were working on the bleachers. And um, So everybody's trying to get ready. 
Well, did you swing by Southern Oregon Speedway to make it a trifecta of Oregon tracks in one day? <laughs> oh, I've swung by that a few times. And, okay. uh, actually, they're they're doing a lot out there, too. They're always kind of, well, I guess not always, because they just got it, I think, last year or year before. But mm-hmm. um, since the new promoters have got it, they've put a lot of upgrades into that place and trying to make it really nice. And um, So Oregon tracks are on the up right now, and everything's looking really good, so. Hopefully we get some good car counts and some good races and have a lot of fun. Yeah, no, you mentioned something that just came up in my mind. Southern Oregon Speedway, they took it over in 2021. The Southern Oregon Motorsports Group took it over in 2021. And not only did they take it over, like they reshaped the racetrack. And you being on that racetrack a few times now, um, you feel like it's a completely different joint now? as far as your how your style is on racing it? Well, you know, I guess it was, I think you said like 06 or 08 or whatever you said back when we used to race there a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I it, It's been so long since then until we've been back. That I, uh, I don't really remember too much, I guess. Um, I think now maybe it's a little shorter straightaways. Mm-hmm. make the tracker kind of race a little rounder maybe yeah um but we were in a two-day show there last year and it was you know the track was good both nights and everybody was trying really hard and uh so i don't know i think it can only it can only continue to build so it, i think Medford can do good and it was so cool to see the return of four tens there for i think it had been about eight years since they'd last had four tens of that racetrack with the NARC deal coming in Memorial day weekend. Obviously you got a 10th place result out, out of the deal, but uh, I mean that, and the crowd, Holy Toledo, the crowd that night was just insane. Yeah. Um, I, I do feel like uh, a lot of tracks have a hard time with sprint cars. They say it's so expensive to run them, but I think if there was enough advertising out, where people knew there was racing, I don't think it'd be a problem because everybody loves sprint cars and I think there's only money to be made with them. Sure. And if I recall in that race and nobody quote me or hold, hold, uh, hold me completely accountable on this statement, the crowd had filled the bleachers like, well, they're not bleachers. It's built into the hillside from the top down pretty much the bottom. There might've been two rows empty all the way from turn four to turn one, but then up on the on the upper paddock there, people were standing and watching like four five, sometimes six deep all the way from turn four to turn one. And it was a Thursday night and it was, it was amazing and it was beautiful. And it had, <laughs> yeah. and it had yeah. been raining too. So, but they yeah. were, they were deter- obviously they were determined to get the show in and those people were determined to see a, a sprint car race at Southern Oregon. Yep, exactly. Yep. And it, it all worked out. Yeah, so continues on for a long time, and we get to race a lot there. Yeah, no doubt. I'm I'm really looking forward to getting back there a couple times this year, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be 2023. I think it's going to be a great year. You know, four tens are on the up. Oregon racetracks are on the up. You know, three sixties are healthy. I mean, it's a great time to be a sprint car fan in general on the West Coast. Yeah, I I think so. I think so. We just uh, need to get rid of this cold weather and sure. get to racing. See how it all turns out. 
Well, and many people may not know this. I think right now, and it could be maybe argued that there might have been at one point in time, but like right now, here 2023, in the state of Oregon, there's probably more 410, like team sprint car teams that have 410 engines and the capability to go 410 racing than really ever, or at least in the last 20 years. And that's that's a really cool thing, and that is sort of an exciting thing to where we may be seeing some, maybe some more 410 races in Oregon. Yeah, because really, I don't, I don't really know of anybody around here having four ten until you know maybe the last, I guess, year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is. I mean, everybody just kind of had three sixties, and then, I guess, like you said, not knocking the limiteds, but sure. the limiteds came along and kind of robbed a little of three sixties away. Um, but now I think maybe some of those guys are. Some of the limited guys are moving up into the 360s and hopefully just kind of building every class. Yeah, yeah. You know, like making it, it just kind of taking care of itself and, and um, fanning it out because the limiteds had provided so many good sprint car drivers that went to 360 racing. And for one re- reason or the other, you know, that uh, got a little anemic and got slimmed down, you know. There, you know, there we, we went through a recession at one point, and you know, some drivers just kind of got out of it, so to speak. But uh, but no, like it seems like it's all in the rebound. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think so. I it, I don't know. I've talked to quite a few people, like in all classes, and um, I mean, from super fours and dwarf cars and modifieds and B mods and limited sprints and. 360s, 410s. It seems like everybody's just super excited to go racing this year. So hopefully everything is just on the up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think COVID kind of gave a, a shock to people like there can be a world without racing, albeit it didn't last that long where like racing was completely shut down, but it made maybe some people that took it for granted or whatever. But it was also on the other, on the business side of thing, really affected some folks. And, and you know, now they're trying to, I think maybe there's a chance now that they've bounced back economically or figured it out business-wise to where, okay, now I can race again kind of thing, if that makes any sense where I'm coming from. Yes, it, yeah, it does. I, I think so, and I hope so. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people, you know, like myself, are kind of just saying, we need to race as much as we can. Yeah. What if? Yeah. You know, what if we can't? We sure. need to race as much as we can right now. Yeah, yeah, because I know that when we weren't racing around here, you were going to Wyoming. I think I saw you out in Montana um, in in twenty. Uh, I mean, you guys were were hitting hitting the asphalt to do some dirt track racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. I guess uh, you know, a de- desperate times call for desperate measures. Sure. So we we went here to put in some miles to go go drive around in circles. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to win in Wyoming, right? At Rock Springs at Sweetwater Speedway. Yes. Yep, we did. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I think that was with the ASCS Frontier Region, and then you know Skagit running on Thursday nights, and then some racetracks, you know, especially in California, Marysville running on Wednesdays. It was like, holy cow! Like this is this is like some Midwest living or Central Pennsylvania living where you can you can pick which day you want to race. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, when. Uh when everything first happened and Marysville had a race, 
uh, we went down and supported it because just thought if, you know, if somebody's willing to let us race, we need to support it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went down there and did that. And then, uh, Skagit did the Thursday nights and that's kind of tough cause it's quite a ways away from me here yeah. where I live, but we went up there as much as we could and, you know, just everybody that let us race, we tried to, tried to support it so they could keep going too. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And you know, they, they all managed to keep the gates open. I know that there was a lot of fear that racetracks were going to shutter left and right. And it looks like racing is here to stay and we're going to keep it that way. In fact, racetracks are improving their facilities. You just mentioned it, a couple of them working, improving them. And we're getting, you know, some new venues and that's a good thing. It's first, it, it beats the alternative of racetracks getting dilapidated and deteriorating or completely, you know, shuttering their doors. <laughs> yes, exactly. I actually, uh, wiped out our complete garden area in my backyard, bought a little tractor and I was going to build a go-kart track. Nice. Because I thought we we have to race. Yeah. <laughs> so we we were going to start racing go karts here at my house if we didn't get back on the track soon. You know. Yeah. Then we got back on the track, so now uh, I have a tractor and we don't have a garden. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, <laughs> and that's where your background came from, right? From the cage carts <laughs> at Southern Oregon. Yep. It, yep. Exactly. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, there's something interesting about about you that I've, I've always, I've always kind of used as a, as a tidbit, you know, like central point. I know that you were moving Medford central point a lot there, but originally Sam's Valley, right. Is where you're from. Yeah. And so I'm a nerd when it comes to college wrestling and the, the last ever university of Oregon national champion, 2006, Shane Webster was from Sam's Valley. I think he coaches for Camby now or something is on their staff for their high school. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what, are, what are the odds? And I, I don't know if I've ever asked you that. Hey, did you go to school with Shane Webster? Cause I'm pretty sure he went to crater or a school down there. Um, I did go to crater. Mm-hmm. I graduated in 04. Okay. But I do not remember that name. Ooh. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure my, my wife's side of the family is big into wrestling. Okay. Um, TJ. So you could ask TJ. I'm sure he would know who that is. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm more a sprint car guy. No, that's, no. That's it's kind totally of a one, a one track mind. <laughs> I, I one track mind. I don't know about wrestling. I don't know about <laughs> football. I don't know about basketball. Nothing. Sure. No, I figure it's like, you know, Sam's Valley can't be, you know, population 25,000. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure maybe they've crossed paths at some point, but there it is. I put it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that Sam's Valley is even that big. I'd say maybe 2,500. Okay. Okay. It's little. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As far as if you guys publicize, any sort of uh, your schedule or if you have any team news or if you guys have an apparel run to you, is there a place where people on the internet or social media can track that down and, and follow you of what you guys are up to for your race season? Uh, we do have a Facebook page. It's called Garen Linder Motorsport. Okay. Um, it has not been updated in quite a while, but it is going to be probably with a schedule here before long. And we just ordered some new hats and beanies 
and trying to get some t-shirts on the way. Um, so yeah, Garen Linder Motorsports on Facebook and there'll be stuff coming out on there here before too long. Awesome. And then as far as sponsors, supporters, individuals, you want to thank, I just want to give you the floor before we wrap things up. Okay. First off, I got to help my wife. She supports me on everything I do, every crazy idea I have <laughs> to drive to Montana or drive to Wyoming or whatever whatever idea I have, she supports. So I definitely got to thank my wife, Tiffany. Um, and then my sponsor and good friend, Mark Herz, with Herz Precision Parts. Um, he's, uh, he's done a lot for me, a lot. Nothing I ever expected. Um, so I'm very thankful for Mark. And then my father-in-law, TJ, uh, he's, uh, he contributed quite a bit to my race team too. So I'm very appreciative of him. Um, so yeah, that's it. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you at a racetrack nearby and soon, cause we're not going to have any of this wet weather. I know it's been snowing the last couple of weeks. It's been raining the last couple of weeks. No more of that. It's time to go racing. Yeah, I sure hope so. Um, it's weird because I was just saying, I think Cottage Grove is actually going to get the race in in March. And then we stopped by and looked at the track, and there wasn't a link in the, the pit or anything. Then it starts snowing. Uh, so, yeah. who knows? <laughs> yeah, who, definitely. Who knows? But it's been great catching up with you, Garen, and looking forward, forward to see how your progress is in 2023. And, oh, I, I did forget to touch on that. Winning at Las Vegas last year, that had to be feel pretty sensational, yeah? Yeah. Um, so that was, you said 360 wins, but that uh, final night in Vegas, we did run the 410. Okay. So. Yeah, so I'm a fortune future winner even. There uh, you go. Now but that felt, yeah, that, that felt really good. Uh, Vegas is a, a big, fast track. Um, it's probably the biggest track I've ever been on. First time I've ever been to Vegas. Um, it had a great purse. Uh, we had a blast going down there. Hopefully they can get that show going again. Yeah, yeah. Well, now I'm going to have to update my statistics and credit that as a 410 win and not a 360 uh triumph so it'll it'll be it'll be updated within the hour (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you thanks for taking the time and i know that you're extremely busy with your business and everything but uh looking forward to checking in on you throughout the season garen all right thank you ben it's good talking to you Hey guys, thanks for listening to this latest episode of Getting Up to Speed with me, Ben Dethridge. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope also that you hit the subscribe button and the like button as that really helps things out, spreads things out. Be sure and share as well on social media so that more people can listen to these great interviews and from these great drivers. Getting Up to Speed is a production of High Side Racing Promotions. For more information, you can check it all out on Facebook at High Side Promotions.